Hello, this is Ed Hill, host of the Memphis Home Maintenance Show, where we learn how to take care of our homes, find out what we can do ourselves, and what we need a professional contractor to help us with. Welcome today. Alrighty. So what we're going to entitle this episode today is how to pay for your project. How to pay for your project. Now, you know, I'm pretty old. In fact, I'm at the age where I could jokingly say that my candles cost more than the birthday cake. (laughs) I've been around and I've seen a lot and uh, probably a lot of you have as well. And you may know an awful lot more about what I'm going to talk about today than I do. Well, this is probably not the podcast for you. I mean, if you're the Warren Buffett and the Elon Musk of your neighborhood, you probably could teach all of us uh, about this particular topic, this subject. But the target audience for our podcast today are first-time homeowners, this is the first home that you have, you have ever personally owned or been responsible for. And you have things that happen to the home, sometimes from storms or things breaking, and you have to take care of that. Sometimes it's just normal wear and tear, normal maintenance, like a furnace goes out. Maybe it's already 20 years old when you buy that home. You're not the first owner, and you didn't know it, but the furnace was going to go out a year or two after you became the owner of the home. Well, that's just something that is going to happen at some point, and you're the lucky person it happened to. Maybe there are people that would listen to this, and this would be a benefit to them, like people who are in charge of the home you live in for the first time. Maybe you've You've actually owned that home a a while, a long time maybe, and who am I thinking about there? Well, there might be maybe three scenarios I can think of where this might come into play. One would be if there's been some incapacity that has occurred to the person who formally made the decisions on how to pay for projects and accomplish projects at your home. Uh, To give you an example, let's say that a husband typically made a lot of those decisions, but maybe he had a serious car accident, maybe a head injury, and he's unable to continue to do that, at least for the time being, because he's just, he knows a lot, but he's just not able to do that. That might be an extreme example, but it could happen to anyone. Another example might be a widow or widower. You've been married to the love of your life for many years. That person has passed away. And sometimes, many times, it's a widow. And the important decisions like this about paying for home maintenance, performing projects to take care of the home, may have been typically made primarily by the husband. But he's passed away. Now, of course, a smart husband would always consult the wife, but the point I'm making here is the 100% of that burden now falls upon that widow. 
And maybe it's a widower whose wife was just way better at figures and numbers and paying stuff off and that kind of thing, but she is passed on and now you as a widower bear 100% of the weight and responsibility to make these decisions that you have not previously been responsible to make. Maybe you had input, maybe you gave your counsel, but ultimately uh, maybe your wife was a better person in terms of paying for projects and payments and interviewing contractors. So there's no, no judgment here against anyone. Just saying people are in different scenarios and now they're faced with replacing the roof or repainting the exterior of the home, putting in a new driveway. There's just an endless list of HVAC issues. The air conditioner unit has gone out. Well, hey, you just don't happen to have $5,000 to $10,000 laying around with no, uh, nothing for it to do. You know, most of us are not like that. There may be single moms. You, you never planned on being a single mom, but you find that now you're in a position. Um, I'll give you a good example of that. And, and this would be a little different maybe, but same idea. Let's say that you're a military spouse and your spouse in the military um, is typically ladies that are in this position and the husband is stationed overseas, perhaps in Afghanistan or one of the support countries where we have troops stationed in support of the war on terror. And now that that husband is gone, he used to make those decisions when he was stateside, but now you're in charge. How do you pay for these projects? Well, you're, all of these examples, you're my target audience for this. People who are at home with banking and loans and mortgages and HELOCs and all that kind of stuff, you don't need this. You already know exactly what you're going to do. But in what I was just saying right there, if you're listening and you're saying, what's a HELOC? Then this will be helpful to you. Now, here's a big rule of life. When you have one of these things occur at your home, whether it's a furnace goes down, an AC unit outside doesn't run anymore, there's some mysterious water leak through the walls in your home, it's some type of plumbing issue, is it a big issue or a small one you don't know yet? Listen, don't tell other people about your problems. You know why? 90% won't care, and the other 10% will be glad that you have them. <laughs> That's the truth, isn't it? So uh, crying on other people's shoulders probably won't get you anywhere. So what I want to give you here is a list of 10 things, 10 ways, really, 10 places where you can get the money to pay for that emergency project or that long-term project that you knew was coming up. Well, now it's time to take care of it. And one thing I want to get out of the way real quick, because I actually forgot to put this in the list, is if you have a roof issue, maybe you have storm damage, many of you, this is amazing to me, but many of you still don't know if you have enough legitimate storm damage 
the insurance company many times will cover that roof replacement for you depending on the type of policy you have. So that may be a way to get your roof taken care of. Now, I happen to know a lot about that. So if you have questions about that or you would like a free, honest, no obligation roof inspection so you'll know what the real condition of your roof is, then call me at 901-359-4165. My name is Ed Hill. I'm not only the host of the Memphis Home Maintenance Show, but I'm also a senior consultant with Masters Roofing in Bartlett, Tennessee, which is the Memphis area. I will be happy to answer your questions and be of service to you if possible. So if it is a, a roof replacement there is always a possibility, depending on a lot of factors, that insurance may actually pay for that for you. Oh, I almost forgot that. And truly, I did almost forget that. All right, here's the list that I prepared. Let's say it's uh, not a roof issue. It's um, the HVAC, the plumbing, the house needs desperately to be painted on the outside because there's wood rot everywhere. Animals like squirrels and raccoons and possums are getting in. I mean, you're at a point where you have to do this project. How can you pay for it? All right, number one, this is the obvious one, is savings. All of us should be saving some of the money we earn every week for future needs. You remember that old saying you heard as a child to save money for a rainy day because the truth is that rainy day will come. We just don't know when. So we need to be putting money back for that. Now, I know it's harder and harder nowadays to do that, but it is an important thing to do. Well, Ed, I didn't do it. All right, let's scratch that one. <laughs> you haven't saved Maybe some other emergency a few months ago used up the money that you did save. So what are some other options? Number two is many service companies like plumbers, heating and air conditioning contractors, uh, roofers, for example, Masters Roofing has one of these, but many contractors have an affiliation with some financial institution where you can convert that project to monthly payments. You just have to get approved credit. So there would be a credit check. And when you're approved, let's say it is uh, uh, a new, you need a new air conditioner, for example, then that can be put on payments. Now, is that the best thing to do? No, it's definitely not the best thing to do. But sometimes, especially like plumbing, for example, when these things happen and we don't have the money available, it is an emergency. And sometimes we have to do something that we would not ordinarily do under other circumstances. So uh, that may be uh, an option through the contractor who's going to do that work. Number three, pay to stay, baby. Now, what am I talking about? Increasingly, the owners of the homes have adult family members that still live at the home. And yes, I am talking about your adult children. Maybe they moved out, they came back. 
Maybe there are other relatives who are sharing the home with you who have income streams. Now this is going to sound cold, but if it's really an emergency and other people are benefiting from living at your home, in my mind, it is not too wrong to require them to chip in something to help with taking care of this major project or repair. I can't believe you said that, Ed. Well, I, yeah, there I go. I said it. And that may encourage some of them to move out and get on their own. Amen? <laughs> then you could downsize and you wouldn't have all these overhead costs of maintaining your home. But seriously, if other people share your home and they have income streams from their retirement or their employment, why would you not ask them to help bear some of the burden of that? Because let's say, let's say it's a heating and air conditioning issue. They're definitely going to benefit from being cooled and heated. Why shouldn't they pay for some of that? Well, Ed, that's just not realistic in our situation. Okay, number four. Many of you have 401ks. You're actively working. Maybe you have some other type of plan like that that allows you to borrow money from that plan. Now, I told you just about all I know about that. So what you need to do is if you have a 401k where you work, is you need to speak with the administrator of that fund and find out, can you borrow? Now, it always has to be for something really good, an important project like construction, um, you know, projects at your home, emergencies, adoptions. I've heard of some companies that do that. So the only person that can answer that question in particular about your 401k or your retirement plan is whoever's in charge of it. But there have been cases that, uh, let's say someone needed a new roof and insurance was not an option. It was just old. There was no storm damage at all. I've heard of cases where people would borrow the money from their retirement plan. And um, anyway, all the details on that, that expert at your company can explain. Number five, the HELOC I mentioned a while ago. Now, hear me well. I am not a big fan of debt. Debt is like, it's sort of like having a rattlesnake loose in your home. You just really don't want it there. But sometimes we run into situations where we have to take care of a project, especially an emergency. The HELOC, a home equity line of credit, or some other, uh, it's all kind of the same thing, but some other type of second mortgage situation. It may be called different things, but basically you're borrowing against the equity in your home. Ed, what is equity? All right, equity, uh, let me put it like this. Did you pay money down out of pocket, when, you know, down payment when you bought your home? Yes, I did, Ed. I paid 30000 down and financed the rest. Okay, automatically, that's the equity you have in your home. But let's say that you didn't pay anything down in your home, but you've been there quite a while. 
you might be surprised how much equity you've already built up in your home, especially in the roaring economy that we have now. So what you would do is you would speak with a, a lending expert at a financial institution of your choice. That might be a credit union or a bank. And you find out, can you borrow against your home? the equity you have in your home? In most cases, the answer would be yes if you have some equity there. Now, the downside of that is, I, I would assume most of the time, maybe all the time, I'm not an expert on this, by the way, but I would assume most of the time, if not every time, you are putting your home at risk because if you were to default on that, uh, potentially you could lose your home. So again, it's not something you want to do lightly, get all the information, but that may be a source for you. Number six, if you have a life insurance policy, especially certain kinds like a whole life insurance policy, you can borrow against that policy. That's a possibility. You need to speak with your insurance company or your insurance agent. That's a life insurance policy, and there may be other similar uh, financial instruments like that. So speak with your agent or the insurance company about that. That might be a source where basically you're borrowing from yourself. Number seven would be low interest or no interest credit cards. Now, this is not something you want to... Um, like finance a roof project or heating and air conditioning type uh, issue on a credit card that has 18 or 30% interest or something like that. That would just, that would not be the thing to do. But if it's low or no interest and you're pretty confident that you spread those payments out, you can handle the interest and you can pay it off over the course of the year, you know, within a year, that might be a possibility. But again, many times, as, as many of us know, sadly, those credit cards can be like a rattlesnake. So it's probably not the first choice you ought to do, but it, it's something there in an emergency. But remember, you got to pay it down and pay it off as rapidly as possible. Number eight would be what's called a bridge loan. I think that might be a possibility here. Again, talk to a banker, a financial lending expert. There may be a way to get some type of loan to get you from where you are to where you want to go. If there's not, there's no fee for asking, right? Number nine would be some form of a construction loan where where it's um, approached at a much lower interest than it would be on some of these other instruments, a construction loan. Now, again, that's something that you need to speak with a financial expert about. I say the best for last, and I, I do not say this lightly. I mean it very seriously. Many times, now I'm a Christian, and I'm not ashamed of Christ or the gospel of Christ. He's done so much for me, how could I be ashamed of him? Amen? Many of you believe in God. And I think that sometimes we ought to put this number 10 up at number one. In fact, we should always do it. Pray, prayer, 
If you belong to God, you love the Lord, you could ask him to help you. And he will help you. Now, I'm not going to dictate how he does it or when he does it, but God helps his children. Amen? And I know it's probably amazing to you to hear a contractor talk like this. But many times in, in our marriage, Barbara and I have had to ask God to give us wisdom or provision or show us the way. And God is, is such a wonderful father that he does that. So I don't know if, if one of these jumps out at you more than another, but I want you to know that there are, uh, there's more than one way to pay for your project, whatever that project might be. So don't give up and stay at it because eventually if you push on any door long enough, it will open. So I want to encourage you, don't give up, whatever that project may be. And remember, as I was speaking about the Lord just a moment ago, when we feel the responsibility and the weight and the burden of decision-making and leadership, that's when we need to transfer it to the Lord. Now, you remember I said earlier that don't tell other people about your problems because they don't care or they'll be happy you got them. Well, the Lord does say that we should tell him about our problems we should roll our burdens onto him and he will hear us and we will, he will help us. So let me encourage you in that. Well, it's about time to, to get out of here. Taking uh, about 22 minutes, a little bit over that to go over these again. My name is Ed Hill, host of the Memphis Home Maintenance Show. Please invite other people to listen at memphishomemaintenanceshow.podbean.com. Also, if you need advice on your roofing, you need a free honest roof inspection or a free roof repair estimate or free roof replacement estimate, call me at 901-359-4165. Again, so glad you were with us. Thanks for listening to the Memphis Home Maintenance Show.